Hi, I'm Lisa. And I'm Nick. And welcome to The Daily Lick. I'm actually excited because I'm going to be talking to, I don't know how I'm going to do this because there's two Nicks, but we are joined by the amazing- Nick, Nick Jr. Nick Jr. <laughs> Nick, you're going you're gonna to hate what I'm going to call you in a second. But we are lucky enough to be joined by the amazing Nick Mann, who is the Managing Director of Swiss Wellness. So thank you, Nick, for joining us. Pleasure. Great to be with you. Excellent. Well, it's a bit of a rainy Melbourne day, so... Nick, Nick Mann, that's a good surname. Yeah. I'm pretty, dis- I'm pretty disappointed with my surname, Nick Bell. Boring. <laughs> <laughs> disappointing. <laughs> I, I assure you it's, uh, it's not a stage name. It's, uh, it's my christened name, so... Uh... I love it's that. Real. It's a very strong name. Well, I'm I'm going to call you Nick, but I'm going to call Nick. Nick's going to hate me for this, but my Nick, I'm going to call Nikki B. Your sister oh, told me. That was your childhood me. nickname. So Kills Nikki me. B. Nick, you're going to be Nikki B. <laughs> on the call today. So well, Nick, um, yeah, you can start off, Nikki B. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, Nick, mate, obviously, Corona's kicked in for the past couple of months. It's um, really, I've barely noticed. <laughs> devastated <laughs> industries. How is Swiss adjusting or uh, adapting to the current environment? How's it all tracking? Yeah, look, it's it's really interesting, isn't it? And I think, you know, everyone everyone out there has has their own Corona story, and every every individual and every company has has been through a different experience. I, look, I think in many ways we're pretty fortunate at Swiss. Uh, for, firstly, you know, our category has remained in demand. Um, our channels have all remained open. So from a commercial perspective. Um, we haven't been we haven't been as as badly impacted as some. Um, also, our supply chains all open, so we can still manufacture all of our products. So Great. from that end, we're we're really lucky. Um, but I think more importantly, from a from a cultural and a, and a company perspective, um, you know, we we've we've really placed a whole lot of emphasis on our on our team and on leadership and on our culture for many years, and now it's really coming to the fore. I think in in this COVID environment, and we can talk about specifically what that means but but i guess um overall you know we're, we're doing quite well and we're in a pretty good place yeah it's, it's interesting we just had a chat with um paul ruse so he was talking about the importance of culture and and especially given a time like this when everyone's so remote because we can't just have that daily interaction with our teams as we normally would so how have you guys at swiss actually made sure that your team are not only mentally staying strong but also um, still keeping up their productivity levels. Yeah, and that's—I mean, that's the—it's the key—the key question, isn't it, in these times? And I guess as a as a good leader, part of what we do is to is to not not manage diaries so much as manage energy levels and knowing when when to sort of dial up the empathy and when to put our foot down on on performance. And I think that's that's been a key challenge. Uh, but for us, look, we we always have a culture of of heavy communication. We always have. Um, over communicated with our team, so I think we it was quite natural for us to really amp that up during this time. We did take a we did take a position of deciding to inform all of our team on COVID. Uh, so really taking a we, we've got a quite a developed and established government relations team at Swiss. So they've been terrific at keeping all of our team members really well informed. Because I guess there's a there's a bit of myth out there, isn't there? There's a bit of misinformation. So we did take the decision to to weed it all out and and provide our team with with facts. But look, we t- to be quite granular, we do have an eight thirty every morning leadership crisis team meeting. So we all jump on that. There's about uh, twenty of us, and we just make sure that we're all aligned with the facts of the day and the plan for the week. We have regular town halls. So we've had uh, every every about 
seven or eight days working and we'll have an all-in town hall where we have kind of 250 people from our business dial in and we'll, we'll have a set set of leaders talk to the group during that time as well. Started off with daily email communications at 10 o'clock. We've drifted that out now to every three days. Um, I set two hours aside in my diary, so does our HR director, to, uh, to block out 15-minute appointments for anyone in the organisation to jump on and have a chat. And that's been really great to get, um, get a sense from all over the, the organisation about how people are feeling and what they're doing. Oh, what else? We have global comms that go out to our 4,000 team members around the world once a week. Um, so we have, we have really over-communicated and the feedback we've got from the team is that they, they haven't found it by any means over-communication. They've found really informed and connected. So, um, so I think we've done a good job. How many people do you have working remotely and have there been any challenges moving from an office to work remotely? Was it, was it quite smooth or was it basically an absolute shitstorm? <laughs> Look, we have a permanent flexible working arrangement, so any team member can work remotely whenever they like. So, um, and, and you know, probably half of our team work a day or two from home anyway. Uh, we did a working from home fire drill a couple of days before we locked down. So we yep. just sent everyone home, made sure all our systems and tech were working. But um, that side of things has been really seamless. That's a great yeah, idea. A fire drill. That's cool. <laughs> Working from home fire drill, yeah. Yeah, I love it. That was it. good. And it just uh, made everyone a little bit less anxious when we finally went, went to working you, from home. Well, how do you actually manage a flexible working from home policy? Because I've always wondered, because I know I have some, some of my team who want to work from home on some days, and I just don't know like, how to actually draw the line because I don't want them working from home all the time. And then is it better if only some particular roles work from home and some should be in the office? So how do you actually manage that policy? Look, again, we, we place a lot of emphasis on leadership. So it's up to individual team leaders to, to manage their individual group. Look, again, if you set really great crisp KPIs with your team, if you have really good regular check-ins on performance and, and milestone updates, then really output is, is the key litmus of, of where people should be working. So, you know, particularly the sales organisation. I mean, everyone gets to their desk a report on how the sales team is doing every day. So if the numbers are there, they can you know, work however they like. Um, but yes, it's really up to individual leaders to, to, to lead their group. So. Yeah. Go, moving on to a different topic. Have you seen um, purchasing habits change over the past two months? Have you seen a spike in certain products and a massive decline in other products within the business? Yeah, we have. It's been, it's been fascinating to watch, hasn't it? And uh, look, we're all shocked at the massive macro swings in consumer behaviour mm. and, um, you know, I think household spending is down about 12% at the moment on total households. So it's been fundamental, hasn't it? But in our particular category, I guess we're, we're a bit lucky because we have some diversity of portfolio now. So we have a, a really big skincare range. We have obviously our vitamin range that spans about 30 different subcategories in, in vitamins. And then we've got our infant milk formula business as well. Ah, really? So, I know that. Yeah, and then we, um, you know, historically we've had a really big retail Daigo business. So uh, a lot of our, our Swiss products ultimately get shipped across to China as well. So every single element has been impacted differently. So retail Daigo is obviously really down because no students, no tourists, yeah. um, and no aeroplanes flying back to take parcels away. So mm -hmm. those... 
those products are down a little bit and they're historically more, um, you know, our liver detox products, um, grapeseed, that sort of product is down a little bit, but our domestic ranges are, are flying. So we were, we were part of the panic categories. So we saw immune products up 500%, yeah, yeah. kids up, up significantly, gut health and probiotics went up, oh, yeah. um, general health with, with, um, general health with, uh, with multivitamins went up as well. Some of our beauty from within products, not so much. Um, and then there was a bit of panic buy on fish oils as well. So it was really interesting. So we had a big, big spike. And then post lockdown, we've gone like every other category into a bit of a lull. So um, even though our channels are open, um, they've come off. And we have pantries full of vitamins now, right? So we expect a bit of a drop off. Online, which traditionally has been underdeveloped in vitamins for whatever reason, uh, is flying as well. So Amazon, um, our own e-commerce um, and our, our traditional customers e-commerce has taken off as well, which is not surprising. And we think probably that might be a bit of a turning point in the industry. I think in general, people are getting quite comfortable shopping from home. I think a lot of people will now yep. start working from home a lot more. We spoke about Agreed. flexible working. Um, yep. And if you're just at home more, it lends itself to a bit more e-commerce and direct-to-consumer, right? Yeah. Do, you think, do you think you'll be working remotely moving forward or do you think you'll maybe split it, say, three days in the office, two days working from home? I think when we first open the office, I'm going to be there every day for about a month. Um, <laughs> can't wait to get back. But then... Um, but then, yeah, I think you know, one day a week, at least from home, I think is, uh, is likely. Yeah, I think that's what Nikki B is thinking of doing because he needs that. <laughs> Nikki B. Kills me, so call me Nikki B. Yeah, I think, I think when COVID wraps up, I'm going to do three days in the office, two days working from home. And the reason being, I find that I get so much more done at home because there's literally zero distractions here. Whereas I'm in the office, you've got people asking questions and, and I'm easily distracted as a person. Like I, I love talking to the person next to me or just having a, a, a chat about what, what you're the biggest distraction. Let's yeah, I be know, honest. I know, I know, I know. That's why it's probably best I work from home. Yeah, so exactly. I don't distract everyone else. But I, I think it's totally reasonable to look for the best for both worlds, isn't it? I mean, we, once we have choice again, we can, we can be comfortable being a bit more flexible with what works for you. Yeah, I definitely agree. It was actually interesting hearing you talk about how your online presence has increased and we actually uh, attended a lunch yesterday and we're talking about digital transformation because uh, one thing that Corona definitely has done is it's accelerated a lot of businesses to implement digital transformation when they otherwise may not have for you know quite some time. So I know Nick, um, actually, Nikki B runs a, a digital transformation company called AppScore and they've seen some projects get accelerated so the timelines from them, um, for them really, you know, have become quite short so they can take advantage of the fact that there is an increase in online traffic. So have any of your service offerings or the way you do business pivoted during Corona? I think from a from a direct consumer perspective we I mean we do retail directly to the consumers but it's not a big part of our business and it and it won't be because obviously you know we have some uh, traditional channels that we work with um and we uh, we have a very different offering to what they would to the consumer but it's more the emergence of how we work with Amazon with Chemist Warehouse online mm -hmm. with some of our other traditional retail partners and 
really moving some of our, our spend and our focus from traditional in-store retail to online channels. So um, being really agile with different bundles, different offers, more flexible with our pricing, more responsive with pricing online. So yeah, it's certainly a shift of focus uh, for us. We also have started trialing some online wellness seminars. So we did one a few weeks ago. We've got another one coming up. Uh, Next Friday, we're doing one um, with, in conjunction with Chemist Warehouse, hoping to get some of our ambassadors on board as well to start communicating in a different way. So some of our spend that perhaps might have been, for example, on outdoor, which is obviously <laughs> yeah. not that useful at the moment, moving into trying some, some online wellness seminars. So we'll hope to get several thousand people on to, to hear us chat about uh, wellness, particularly wellness when we're in isolation. And then obviously that's a chance to, to push the sale as well. So. Yeah, that's actually really interesting because we've pivoted uh, all of our businesses to move towards more what we call support marketing. So it's moving away from transactional, you know, buy now, shop here, that that kind of messaging to actually supporting people during this time. And that will make, uh, you know, consumers look favourably upon your brand during this crisis and also post-crisis. So it's great that you guys are are doing something similar. Mm. I think it's interesting too that, We've gone through, as we were talking about before, these big macro trends in a short amount of time. So first we went into that kind of protect, um, everyone jumping on immune products, bunkering down. There was a lot of anxiety in the market. Um, but now as you see the dialogue and the narrative with, with politicians and leaders starting to talk about life after, what's next, we're seeing this mass uptake in, in more general wellness products, in movement products, in beauty products again, skincare starting to really fly slightly more premium skincare because all of a sudden everyone's having to come out of their cave they have to go and see people they haven't seen for three months um, how do they cave yeah family see friends see colleagues and everyone's starting to think about the more positive signs of uh, getting their bodies back to top shape aren't they be thankful you guys aren't, aren't women because we have to think about hair, nails, <laughs> fake tan, bloody everything. I'm going to still put my face on every day because I'm on Zoom calls. Like, it's hard. It's hard being a woman. Nick, do you have any predictions to when the restrictions may be lifted? And I'm not, I'm not asking just, just a prediction. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> so when do you think it'll be lifted? Yeah, we've, got a, we've got a sweep running in the office. <laughs> Sorry, let's say, yeah, we've, we've got a sweep running in the office and my money is on 1st of June. We'll be yes. back into the office in uh, probably, probably in a shift, shift format. I had, but, um, yeah. I had a bet with um, a friend of mine, Andrew and Lisa, and Lisa said the 1st of July, a mate of mine said the 1st of October, I said, no, nah, it's going to be 1st of June or earlier. And I think, I actually think we'll be back in the office by the 11th or the 18th of May. I think it's going to happen much sooner. I think the, I think the government's going to open up the economy. So, yeah. I think you're right. That's my prediction. And I think they need to. You know, I, <laughs> yeah, I think they obviously, need to. Obviously, doing our civic responsibility and keeping people safe is the number one priority. Um, but, you know, short, shortly behind it is keeping the economy buoyant. And I think yes. you know, we've done such a good job of keeping people safe. We can now think about reigniting the economy. Well, when you think about it, we've been in isolation now for eight weeks. And I, I didn't realise it's been eight weeks until last night. I'm like, geez, that's gone quick. And then by the time it's over, that's 10 to 12 weeks. It's almost three months of isolation. 
that's a substantial amount of time to keep the economy locked out, locked down. And that's what it is. It's basically locked down. It is too. And then if you think about, you know, the mental health and, and our, and our mental wellness, it, it, it does impact people differently, right? So we see with our group that uh, you really do need to, to be mindful that everyone is going through a different environment. I mean, we've, homeschooling is putting strains on parents. You have yeah. single people at home getting quite lonely. You have yeah. people in strained relationships that are really struggling through this um, and everything in between. So it's not just economy, is it? It's also um, the other wellness elements of isolation that, that will be much better off when we're through as well. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, a mate of mine who's been passing the time with Tinder, he goes, even though I can't do anything, I'm spending my entire day on Tinder just pretending oh, <laughs> I'm dating. Oh, God. Man, he'll be busy post-ISO, won't he? <laughs> oh, he's, he's got a full calendar, I think. So, uh... <laughs> Scheduling in all those days. That's terrible. Well, I'm just conscious of your time, Nick. So I just wanted to finish up with one more question because I was talking to your amazing PR, um, your senior PR manager, Steph. I'm shout out to Steph if she's listening. Uh, but she's <laughs> she's listening. You, she's listening. <laughs> making sure that we don't um, <laughs> uh, ask any curly questions. But she was telling me about this amazing initiative that you have and it's a global virtual workout. So can you tell us a little bit about what that exactly is and if there's any other cool initiatives that you've been or that you've implemented during this time to, to help your employees um, from a mental health and physical health perspective? Sure, yeah, we do. We love our global hit class. Um, so we get up to kind of three, 400 people around the world um, from the US and Europe and all through Asia join um, to do a, like a high impact interval training class together. Uh, it's run by our wonderful friends at Happy Melon who do a great job. Um, and it's really quite interesting because a lot of the guys in Asia and Europe didn't really understand what a hit class was. And so they rocked up to the first one in their suits. And their after suits? About, oh my gosh. After about five minutes realizing that, oh, actually this is <laughs> full on, this is real. Um, and they were sweating and taking their tights <laughs> off. They were, they've been suitably uh, leisure attired since. But yeah, no, it's great. It's really good seeing everyone around the world come together at five o'clock on a Thursday and have a bit of a sweat. So been good and we all get our family members involved and I do it with my kids so it's really that's good great. but that's just that's one of stuff. lots of things we do so at Swiss when non-COVID when we're in the office we that we firstly our philosophy is that people will perform best when they have um, their mind health movement and nutrition in balance and that they're focused on all of those three things so we offer all of our team members something beneficial for their mind health their nutrition and their movement every single day Ooh. so we we all meditate together at three o'clock every day. Uh, we have hit classes, Jeez. yoga classes before and after work. Look at you. Um, we have, we, a lot of us eat, eat healthy organic breakfast together. We have a team lunch every Tuesday. So we already do a lot of those things anyway in our culture. So for us to move them into a digital environment was really quite easy. Yeah. So we have, we have yoga three times a week. We have mindfulness a couple of times a week. We have the hit, hit class global. We have hit class local. And we also have a every second day stretch at your desk with one of the team members, which has been cool. And some of our um, qualified team members have been running these classes. So it's kept us, you know, it doesn't only help with your, uh, with your physical health, obviously. It helps to connect everyone together. 
You're going to get after. Nikki B in for those stretch at your desk classes because I know that. I love that. I love that. <laughs> Flexibility. You can so, compare. You can compare one of our one of our Zoom stretches if you want, mate. Yeah, we want we want an invite to this global hip workout. <laughs> I'll send you Nick, the Zoom um, link. Nick, last question: How's um how's your vitamin regime? Are you uh if I if I come to your house, am I going to see all Swiss or am I going to see some ring-ins from other vitamin suppliers? My cupboard's all Swiss. Um, it's, um, it hasn't actually changed much, to be honest. Again, the, uh, the regime's pretty standard. I take a couple, I'm getting a bit older, so the knees are a bit dodgy. So I take <laughs> a couple of high strength fish oil every morning. I take a power ultivite, which has a lot of B, B vitamins in it for energy. Uh, what else? I take D, I take C, I take magnesium. Yeah, the good stuff. I take a probiotic every day, and oh, then and then I'll take one of our sleep products at night. So if I've done any um, much exercise during the day, I'll take a magnesium and sleep powder at night, which is really it tastes great, but it also just helps calm your muscles. Or I'll take a sleep and relax product. Um, we've got a few sleep products. Some contain valerian, some don't. <laughs> but yes, if I fell down the stairs, I'd rattle. I take I take enough vitamins, but. Um, <laughs> Hey, well, look, it's obviously I, working because you're, you're doing a great job with the business, so. Thanks. Yeah, look, I think, we're, as I said before, we're, we're kind of lucky that our business has spent many, many years developing a lot of cultural elements that have stood us in such good stead for, uh, to deal with COVID from a cultural perspective and then, you know, super lucky that our, that our categories have been not too badly impacted um, like some have. So, you know, we're sympathetic to some... Uh, some industries and some companies that are doing a lot tougher than us. So. Wow. We're fortunate and we thank for ourselves. <laughs> you know, we, we thank for that every day. Yeah. Well, hopefully we'll be all out of it soon. Uh, Bring it on. Yeah. You have to come yes. and visit us. Yeah. Come and visit us at our Collingwood head office and, and do one of the hit classes in person with us. Cause it's a lot of fun. 100%. We will. Yeah. We yeah, will. Definitely. Nick, Nick, Nikki B needs to work on his fitness a bit before we. Um, yeah, you're right. I do. <laughs> I'm going to go update my vitamin regime after this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You need that one for your knees because your knees are stuffed. <laughs> yeah, much, I take uh, MSM for knees and fish oil for my knees. Oh, yeah. So. I spent too yeah. much um, time in your youth clubbing, I think. Uh, on that, <laughs> on that <laughs> Aging is tough, but it's better than the alternative. Yeah, look, that you're 100% yeah. right. Well, thank exactly. you so much, uh, Nick, for making the time to have a chat to us. I can honestly say it's fantastic when you have a company that obviously really uh, lives and breathes its value. So as a wellness brand, it's great to see that it's really part of your DNA and your culture. And, um, you know, we're really excited to see what Swiss has planned for the future. So thank you so much for making the time. It was a fantastic chat. Yeah. And um, thanks, Nick. Appreciate I'm going to go and stuck up on my vitamins now. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, guys. Great to talk. Thank you. All right, mate. Take care. Bye. Thanks, Nick.